Hey, I'm Tommy Chong. Welcome to High on Homegrown. Yes, yes, everybody, and welcome to High on Homegrown, the cannabis podcast from PersisGrowRoom.com. In this week's Grow Guides, we're going to be talking about how to store your seed collection. This can be just a few seeds up to thousands of seeds. We cover everything you need to know all about how to store your seeds and keep them viable for longer. But before we move into that episode, I just want to let you all know that over on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash homegrown, we're releasing all of the old episodes of Grow Guides every day. And that is at 11 o'clock UK time, uh, 3 o'clock Pacific time, or 6 p.m. Eastern. So if you are free at any of those times in those locations, then head over to our YouTube channel and join us for the live chat that happens whilst these episodes are playing. It'll be good to catch up with you and just get to chat with most of our listeners as well. So if you're free, it'll be good if we could see you over there so we can just, you know, get high and have a chat in the chat. But of course, you can always come and find us on our Discord server at any time and also on PersiusGrowRoom.com. So if you're not a member of Percy's Grow Room or the Discord server, then head over there and sign up because you can chat to us at any time over there. You don't have to just specifically do it at 11 p.m. or or 6 p.m. in Eastern or 3 p.m. Pacific. We're there all the time. So head over there, sign up. It'll be good to see you. It'll be good to chat to you. So anyway, for now, let's move on to the Grow Guides and I'll speak to you at the end of this. Enjoy. guys concentrate everybody concentrate uh <laughs> yes yeah, so this week everybody we're on episode 54 of the grow guides now and we've been through absolutely everything you need to know about growing your own cannabis so if you start from episode one and make your way all the way up to this episode you should be a pretty successful grower by now uh so you may be considering making some of your own seeds which in which case you're going to have a shitload of seeds and you're going to need to know how to store them properly to keep them happy and healthy and poppable in 10 years time. And that's what we're going to talk about today. And this could be like just having a, a seed collection of the 20, 30 beans, because as you get into growing cannabis, you're going to see loads of different strains that you like, and you're going to be buying loads of different seeds. You also get loads of freebies when you buy seeds as well. So your collection soon adds up, man, and you want to try and keep these seeds in as best condition as you can so you can use them way down the line in the future, a couple of years' time and shit, you know? So storing seeds is a pretty important factor if you want to have a nice collection or if you want to make your own seeds as well. So that's what we're going to cover in today's episode of Grow Guides. So where do we even begin with this one? I mean, I think we should start with just storing small amounts of seeds, you know, like your freebies that you're getting, what's the best way to store those and, and keep them alive for as long as possible. Mm-hmm. So let's go into seed collections first. Monkey, what, what seed collection you got, man? How many seeds do you think you've got? Jeez, I don't know, man, but I, I've got a couple of, uh, enough to fill a couple of coffee cans full of, full of seed packets, you know, <laughs> whatever that is, you know, just, we all do it. Mm-hmm, you end up mm-hmm. buying, you, you go shopping for seeds and you buy way more than, than, than you were you were thinking you needed. And then they add in the freebies. And before you know it, you, you're overflowing with it. So, yeah, you got to do something with it. Mm-hmm. So uh, my 
process these days is I, I keep them in a metal can tightly, tightly covered. That way they're, they're uh, light tight and airtight. And I keep them in uh, a closed uh, cabinet at the the back bottom where it's temperature stable and, and everything's happy. Uh, I used to keep them in a refrigerator, but for reasons that uh, I won't get into just now, I was advised not to, so I don't anymore. Mm-hmm. But, what about you, Bob? Yeah. What's your what's your seed collection saying? Uh yeah, it's it has significantly taken a dip, but then I've got more coming. So no. Oh it's yeah, you recently things. got an order from Mighty Bongos, didn't you? Yeah, so I got the OG Skittles Critical uh, Mimosa Cross Critical Orange, and I got some Greenhouse Guava Cross Gelatos, and then a whole bunch of freebies. Um, I think one was a Gorilla Cookies for Fast Bud, and the other was a a bunch of runts from Ali Bongos. Um, so anyway, yeah, I, I normally just keep them in a dark cupboard. Um, I've got a couple of desiccant packets that I got from like old shoe boxes that I chuck in the jar. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they're in there. So probably around 250, 300 total seeds. Nice. If I go through and take account. Nice. What are you saying, Marge? But, What's your seed collection looking like? I actually have, every time I go look at it, I have more seeds than I realize, which is always a nice surprise. <laughs> yeah, it's like that, isn't it? And you go look like, oh, I forgot yeah. I had these white widows. Shit. Because like I'll be thinking soon about what I'm going to do for my outdoor grow. But, and most of them I just keep in like, I have a, a drawer in my office that I keep them in and glass, labeled glass jars, little glass containers, sort of out of the sunlight, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we have TG. Now, TG. <laughs> Uh, where do we even start with your seed collection, bro? Well, um, <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, compared to the average grower, I guess it's it's substantial. I I make seeds, you know, so <laughs> I. Uh, you don't generally just make a couple. Um, it's hard to make just a few. Well, sometimes you just end up with a few if the reversal is kind of shitty. But yeah, no, I have like thousands of seeds. I don't know. It's it's. You know, I, I say probably about 10,000 or more, 10 to 12,000 maybe, but that really, it's not that much in terms of volume. Um, I have a couple of jars. I use like these uh, ammo cases that I buy at uh, the local hardware store. They're plastic ones. And actually they have some metal ones on sale with like airproof, waterproof or water resistant kind of rubber gasket around the lid. And like Bubble Hawk, I just... I keep all my seeds, you know, labeled properly in, generally they're in jars, like in bags, in jars inside there with desiccant packs. And then outside the jars are a few more desiccant packs. And then I close the lid of the the ammo case, which, you know, seals in the, or seals out any moisture and whatnot and uh, then air that wants to get in there. And then downstairs in my house here, I have a, a cellar basically that's dark and like Monkey was mentioning, kind of temperature stable. It stays pretty cool most of the time in the in the, all year round. So, um, yeah, I just keep them in there. Uh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, man. And you, because you hear this a lot as well when people are talking about storing seeds, some people would like to put them in the fridge. And it's not necessary to store them in the fridge. What you're looking for mostly is just uh, somewhere where the temperature is going to be stable, right? It's not going right. to go 
from hot to cold all the time and keep fluctuating. Somewhere where and it's stable and it's going to stay the same. Sorry, Mark. And, and that's why I got out of the fridge was because somebody had pointed out that a lot of times if you store something in the front of the fridge or on the door of the fridge, every time you open and close that appliance, <clears throat> your temperature is going to swing five or 10 degrees. Yeah. And seeds mm -hmm. really just don't like that, that swing that much. You know, you're better off putting them in one place where the temperature is going to be rock solid and stable in a good safe zone. So, mm -hmm. yeah. To that point, um, great with podcast, my own podcast where uh, Tom Hill, I remember mentioning they used to bury their ammo cases full of seeds in like underground. Cause he lives in Mendo in California and it's like, gets pretty hot there, I guess. Yeah. And uh, you bury it, you know, a few feet underground and remember where that is, uh, it stays pretty good, you know. Um, I guess that's an option if you don't have the, the amenities we do now, but maybe that was like more of an old school thing, but mm -hmm. yeah. The temperature stability is the, the important factor. You want to make sure it's nice and cool and dark. But if you've got it in a, in a light-proof container, like an ammo case, then it's going to stay dark, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Should yeah that's the point that's like for ammo you know if ammo gets wet if ammo like i guess i don't know too much about it but probably oxidation can happen and render the the powder shittier or something so those ammo cases are built to to keep everything out that you want out uh for, for seed keeping as well mm -hmm. well i use them you know they're, they're really good and like down at princess auto here they sell them for like eight bucks mm -hmm. so pretty easily found or you go to like a you know flea market or a used one of those army stores or something probably find that shit. They're easy to find. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, first off, you want to find a nice dark location. Then, so you say you just got a small seed collection, about twenty seeds of different types. Of course, make sure that they're all labeled properly first, so you don't get anything confused because it's shit. And I've been there, man. When I've been flicking through my seed collection, and I find a little case. You can, if you go on Amazon, you can find little seed cases. And it just it holds like I don't know, a few milliliter of water in there. You don't use it for water, obviously, but you can put your seeds in there. And it's a great way to store seeds. Yeah. I don't know what the proper term for You know what I'm talking about? This, does anybody know? There's little plastic pile things. Yeah, yeah. They're, they got like they have a tapered pointy end on the bottom. That's what yeah, you're talking yeah. about. Mm -hmm. those, yeah. Those are centrifuge tubes. Right. What those okay. actually are. Centrifuge yeah. sample tubes. Yeah. Yeah, so check them out, man, because they're they're really cool for storing. And then they're like hold between five and ten seeds, depending on the size of the seeds. Uh, they're, yeah, they're pretty good, man, and they seal closed, and they won't be able to let any more moisture in there. And what, what's the thing you call them? Things you get out of the shoes, which say "Do not eat." The desiccants. Desiccants, yeah, because you can rip them open and use the balls on the inside, and like mix them with the seeds inside there, right, to get the humidity down. I guess you uh, could. You know what I what I do is I just use rice with my seeds. If if I have mm -hmm. bulk seeds that I'm you know like if I'm making seeds and I want to put my seeds in jars to save them, I mix a little bit of just regular rice with them, and it works good as a humidity buffer. Sweet, sweet. Yeah, man. Uh, you can use roll up filters if anybody if people in the UK know what I mean by them. You know, like when you roll a cigarette rather than having the cigarette pre built in the box rolling tobacco, roll a cigarette, you got them yeah. little filters. You can drop uh, little filters in there as well, and that also helps keep the moisture down. But it's a bitch getting them out, you know, when you want to get to the seeds and you're trying to yeah. get this fucking thing <laughs> out. Yeah, they're a pain in the ass. 
but that's the way. There's lots of good ways of storing seeds. You just find something nice like that. It's even good in a bag. You know, you can store your seeds in a little baggie as well, but obviously they're going to be damaged if you put too much pressure on them. So, you know, you find a firm case if you can. But bags are also cool as well, as long as it's pretty much airtight and it's not going to let any moisture in with the air and keep the humidity down. That's what you're looking for. Moisture yeah. is is a killer uh it can you can grow mold like I've, I've made the mistake of putting seeds that are are not you know quote unquote cured mm-hmm. they're basically right out of the plant and they're still really fresh like almost like wet the shell hasn't completely hardened yet and then come back a few days and they're fucking fuzzy as shit and moldy so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. if you make seeds yeah make sure you let them dry out a bit but yeah, so you know, get your containers, make sure they're well labeled. That's an important one because I have come across things in my seed collection before where it's just the top <laughs> of a few seeds in it and there's no clue what the fuck it is. They could be regulars, they could be <laughs> feminized, they could be yeah. anything, man. You, and then you, you just they don't never get popped. Yeah, you will never fucking don't listen to anybody. It's like, oh, you can tell by the stripes or look at the little thing on the, the one side, the dimple. Like, fuck that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, never. <laughs> Can't tell shit. You're just gonna have to plant them outside somewhere at some point and hope for the best. Yeah. It's, so you know, it's a waste of waste seed. It's a way to waste seeds if you don't label them properly. So, and make sure the label's good and sticky as well because it can come off. You know, <laughs> just make yeah. sure it's done properly, man. I don't... usually label my shit three times. I write it on the outside of the bag. I stick a piece of paper where it's written on the inside of the bag, and then I have like a like a piece of paper elsewhere that lists all my shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's like, a good, good idea, man. Because it's easy to do, you know. You, you think at the time when you're putting it away that it's going to be okay, but it might not be, man. Don't take any chances. So make sure they're labeled properly. In a little centrifuge tube would be a good way to do it, but a bag also works. A little jar. I mean, what, what other seed storage for containers would you recommend? Bobby, you got any ideas for those? Well, Dave, Dave mentioned one that I've used time and time again. The, you know, the old film cases those little yeah. ones that you put in your camera they're, they're, I don't know what you're talking about time. mate what are you want about film don't pictures get taken about, digitally uh, what are you talking about man is that a real date my mom has tons of those around we used to <laughs> put film in them yeah breeder steve uses them as well he he went when he's, he's been on interviewed on the show he's gone on about it before you know he's got i've got a couple of film canisters full of seeds and it's like well, yeah. film canisters bro <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. inconspicuous but mm-hmm. i think it's really any any container you know size it appropriately don't don't leave room for a ton of air to be in there and ideally you want it airtight so some kind of gasket or i use like little uh hplc um sample vials so similar to the centrifuge tubes but they're glass and they have little plastic caps with a rubber yeah rubber insert mm-hmm. on the middle so mm-hmm. then it seals it like really good yeah they're good man they're good yeah and you can buy them on amazon really cheap no fucking very cheap yeah. so just grab yeah. a bunch of them man and you better to have too many than not enough you just leave them sitting in the jar empty and when you need them then you use them it's nice to have them around for when you need them yeah. Or if you give out seeds to people, people like it's it's kind of like a little elegant way to do it. A little glass yeah. jar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Sparky said, don't use 35 millimeter film canisters. They have heavy metals in them, like Black Sabbath and shit. Be careful. Yeah. Okay, I love heavy metal. Mm-hmm. Old thrower. Fuck yeah. Arcus. Okay. Five finger death punch. You know? Ugh, no. No. <laughs> 
shit. Yeah, their own, but not my shit. <laughs> no, it's not my shit either, man. I don't really like metal. That that kind of metal. I like the old obituary. New obituary is great. I have to recommend that for some heavy metal film canister action. Mm-hmm. And don't forget <laughs> about Pathological Sloth, who's releasing their album soon. <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> you actually yeah. have a first season member. It is a good name. Yes. It's a fucking great name. Mm-hmm. Marge, what would you recommend? Is there anything else you would recommend for storing seeds? Like putting the, a small seed collection in, a few seeds, five seeds here and there. What would you say? I actually do have some of those little centrifuge containers that you were talking about. I've got a bunch of seeds, a bunch of those. I ended up with uh, a little, those little metal ones. I think maybe you sent me one one time. So I have that. There's metal the little- ones? Yeah, I, I don't. I have one somewhere. It's like a little, little metal tube. Yeah, like, the Percy keyring things. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Oh, those. Oh, yeah, those. yeah, yeah. Yeah, those yeah, are I have, good. I have seeds in those too. Some those are really great as well. Cool. And then the yeah, little totally. tiny like glass jars. I think I have ones with like little cork stoppers. I have a couple mm-hmm. of those. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had a load of those as well. Sending seeds out. Yeah. Yeah, they're Check your, your local craft department. You know, there are all kinds of little shit you can put stuff in. Mm-hmm. Or your dollar store. Yeah. What are yeah. they called dollar stores in the UK, Mackie? I got to ask. They're not called dollar stores. They're called pound shops. The pound shop, right, <laughs> in the UK. Yeah. It's like there used to be a joke where people would go into the pound shop and they'd be like, how much is this? And it'll mm-hmm. be like, it's a fucking pound. Mate, this is a fucking pound shop. But now you go in the pound shop. Nothing's a fucking pound anymore, man. It's all two pound. It's like that here two too. For I, saw, I saw a meme recently. Like I saw a meme very recently, and the the UK dollar store was called Pound Town. <laughs> I just thought that was too funny. But look, man, I've already explained how shit the UK is. There's no need to mock it right here while I'm here in the room, everybody. Okay, oh. sorry. Anyway, dollar store, pound town, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Uh, it's a good place. Down. <laughs> it's a good place for all that. Funny. Go pound yeah. town. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't forget to check that out for uh, good containers. <laughs> no shit. Oh, how long do you guys think uh, seeds like? Like, I'm just thinking as a seed maker, but like, you know, if. I don't know, maybe this is a specific question that I was just going to, I was thinking of, because like, you know, as somebody who has a fuckload of seeds and kind of like has lines of seeds or whatever, if I, I, if I want to keep these lines alive, I usually have to like replenish them. I like to replenish them every like, well, I haven't had a lot of lines quite long enough, but it's, it's usually they say about every five to seven years, right? You want to start mm-hmm. new stuff because the germ, and this relates to, I saw a question in chat there about germination rates and how they how do they go down you know as age aging goes and they definitely do um but in terms of like yeah i don't know if it's like a linear thing or like you're good for the first five and then after that it's like you know it depends really how they're stored i would say but yeah you probably want to use them within five to seven i would say right i would think so under under normal storage methods you know five years seems to seems like good time yeah realistically I've never had a seed. I mean, I've been growing for over a decade now, and I've kept seeds for a long time, and they've all popped. I haven't had one, yeah. but I've put down to age anyway, more down to grower error, but they haven't popped. 
but I wouldn't even know, man. You get that them that seed vault. What's that that big seed vault they have up north? I wonder if they got yeah, cannabis seeds. Yeah, the doomsday yeah. vault. Yeah, I wonder what strains they've got in there. Hmm. They have thousands of cannabis seeds. Some yeah. Svalbard, right? Yeah. You need to get some fucking lemon tree in there, man. I gotta make sure they got a good shit. You know what I'm saying, just in yeah. case. That's right. Yeah, I've been, you know, like I said, I've been running twelve years too. But like, as far as making these seeds and like my the seeds that I've made, I, I made in twenty. I guess it would have been late 2018 is when they were actually made. And I, I still get like perfect germination from them. So that's what, four years now, almost. Mm -hmm. I think so, it, I think it comes down to one storage, but two, a little bit of luck too. Cause I know, I know people that have had found seeds in a, um, like a tackle box put away and they've been definitely sitting in that tackle box for like 20 years right. and, and they still pop. So uh, you know yeah. whether they you can get them to a certain point um and they just lay dormant forever um but uh, you know obviously over time you never know they are still a living thing that's one mm. thing to remember that you know and they've not even evolved to... or or designed for lack of a better word to last that long you know they mm. they fall off the buds uh they'd last over winter time and then pop again in springtime in, in its natural habitat not even that because you know it's grown around the equator where it's just it dies and regrows it doesn't really get storage time so it's mm. it's crazy to think about how long these things can actually last when they wasn't designed to do that it'll be interesting to know like what, what's the oldest officially germinated cannabis seed yeah. I mean, I've heard stuff popping that's, yeah, 30, 40 years old, but, you know, who knows? Mm. Is that typical? I don't know. I don't know, man. Would you want it? <laughs> you know, you see these pictures from the High Times magazines from fucking 30, 40 <laughs> years ago, and you're like, I don't want that weed. <laughs> I like yeah. the mind-altering super skunk. Give me that one. Oh, yeah, mind-altering <laughs> again. Here we go. Some yeah. old Colombian, man. Mm -hmm. I killed for that shit, that that Chilbert mentioned there in the chat as well, properly freezing them, but the freezing them has to be done. You can't just put them in the freezer because that will freeze the moisture and it will fracture cells, right? It doesn't work in the same way. It needs to be uh, freeze-dried. There's, yeah, there's a certain way to, to dry them that stops them from fracturing, and this is how these big seed bolts do before they put them into storage. They uh, free, freeze them in a specific way. Mm-hmm. I do notice some of my seeds, they crack open. They seem like they're overdried mm. or something, and then they just kind of like crack, you know, and I don't, mm. they're not anymore. But uh, you find that sometimes, I don't know if that's because like here in Saskatchewan, it's dry as fuck, but, mm. uh, or something else, but sometimes they kind of crack open on their own. Yeah. Well, Chad just said in the chat there as well, he's never gone the freezing route. Never have I. I don't think it's it's necessary to freeze them. For normal growers like us guys, you know, we're just growing a few strains, you know, making a few seeds here and there. There's freezing them just seems a, a bit too far. Just it just keep them in a nice, cool, dark place with stable temperatures, and they should last for years, like up to a decade. And yeah, you I've, should I've, still be fine. I've popped them at a decade out just by keeping them in a, in a you know standard cupboard in room temperature, left alone, not handled a lot. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. all that kind of good stuff like that which are all key if you want long-term storage you don't want to overhandle them or anything like that you just kind of want to put them away and leave them alone mm -hmm. freezing freezing is a weird one i've thought about that a lot you know because i grew outdoors here in saskatchewan and my shit always gets pollinated by the fucking hemp farms around and they always seed and they always drop a bunch of seeds and then i always get a ton of volunteers the next year so they clearly survive minus 40 mm -hmm. you know 
And I, I always wonder, like, if this was a tie or, or some equatorial thing, would it be able to survive? Because maybe it's not evolved because it doesn't snow in fucking Thailand, Colombia or something. Or has yeah, is yeah, it sure. been here long enough? Or, or do all seeds, are they okay to freeze? Or, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's weird because well, obviously they don't all pop, but some do. It gets cold gets cold enough in the himalayas and that the yeah. snow so right yeah it's, it's pronounced the himalaya it's just it's a singular singular oh. thing it's not himalayas oh, my, god my damn. bad my stop god damn god damn my <laughs> <laughs> bad pound town should <laughs> <laughs> do some experiments i suppose that's the only way to figure this out yeah but you know you'd be like i'm gonna experiment i'm gonna keep this seed for 10 years and germinate it into it and it's like you fucking 10 years time you ain't fucking remembering <laughs> oh, well, I'll remember. You're gonna I regret, you know, leave I have some Pedro Mescaline cactus seeds that I bought like eight years ago and I never fucking grew. Oh, God damn. Like, fuck by now, they could have been ready. You know? you know, you could be licking that cactus right now, bro, going on yeah. adventures. But no, yeah. but no, you decided not to, TG. Yeah, I still got them. You know, they're just like, them, man. If you, if you don't want that, I will look after them for you, TG. They would yeah. land here on my doorstep and I would fucking grow them on the day they land bro <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm kind of an idiot i realize but you know i should start them yeah man but... if you got any fucking california river to- no colorado river fro- river toads as well to send some of them to me i want some of them to mm. me. there's no seats for those Becky. fuck, yeah. fuck. <laughs> <laughs> just just end up getting sent a glass just, full of pond just water. send me some frog <laughs> seed uh. yeah <laughs> yeah, it goes, sounds like something that goes into a fucking witch's potion, doesn't it? <laughs> frog, seed of frog. Seed of frog. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so back to seeds. But well, well, I mean, we pretty much covered these small collections. You know, just put them in a nice, preferably dark container, light proof container. And if it's not in a light proof container, like if it's in a baggie or one of them centrifugal t- tubes, then put those in a light proof container. You want this thing to be dark and it, just stable. If you can just leave it in the corner of a cool cupboard, that shit should last for years, man. And especially if it's cool as well, make sure that it's nice and cool. It's not affected by the uh, ambient mm-hmm. temperatures around it. Then them seeds will last for a long time and they'll be safe. And you don't just keep going in there and looking at your collection as well, because that's difficult to do. You know, when you've got loads, you're like, oh, what seeds have I got again? Let me have a look. You know, and you're looking every few weeks to see what seeds you've got. Only go in there when you need to pop your beans, man. Collect some beans to be popping. Take a picture if you need to, but just don't disturb it. Let it sit there and they'll be good for years. So oh, you just, especially, that- especially if that's in the fridge or the freezer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because every time you take it out, there's that changing temperature. Mm-hmm. So, but then we have these big collections, like TG said, he's got like twelve thousand seeds. You want to try and keep it, and you know, if you're running a seed bank and shit, as when you got like thousands and thousands of different strains, then you have to be able to take care of these things properly. So, I mean, of course, label your shit properly. That's always important. You always want to make sure that your the strains in the in the container are the actual seeds that are in there. You don't want to fuck that up. And it's easy to do, man. Don't ever underestimate how easy it is to fucking mislabel something. So TG, what do you do when you're um, labeling your big containers? You, you Same thing, paper on the inside, paper on the outside. And... Yeah, you know, basically, uh, mm-hmm. like, I don't have like fucking a full, like two liter mason jar full of seeds or something like that. But mm-hmm. yeah, usually there's like, 
depending on maybe at least two up to 10 bags of different things inside. A lot of the time I put double bags because bags rip and then seeds fall out and then they get mixed and you know what the fuck is anything. So it's just easy precautions to take like that. And then, yeah, inside the bag, I handwrite a label uh, with some information, usually the cross, uh, you know, some little bit of information about maybe the parents because who knows, maybe I'll lose my journal that I have all this shit written down in. So I just back it up um, kind of three times. Yeah. On that little label. And then on my journal and my book, uh, and then I have my huge list on on Excel here or on Google Sheets that I, I maintain as well, mm-hmm. everything. So yeah, it's just, I, I'm pretty anal about labeling. Like the guys at work hate me, I think, because I'm always like, fucking use the right labels for shit, you know? It's mm-hmm. like, what's the point of labeling something if you're just going to use it for something else? And mm-hmm. then, yeah, for sure, right? man. It's an important so, factor. It's so easy to get that shit mixed up, man. It's a quality thing, and it's it really applies to cannabis seeds like hugely because again they all look the same, and you will forget what bag is what, and especially if you have stuff from like years ago and you know you haven't gotten into yet, crosses of this and that. So yeah, it's it's just write it down as many places as you feel you need to, uh, at least twice I would say, but probably three or more is good, mm-hmm. like three times. Never just once, pretty much, because the one might fail, and then you fuck. Yeah. You know, you, know I mean? you spill some something on it and the label wipes off or you lose the paper, whatever. Um, also, I will say for large collections, if you're really concerned about um, preserving your genetics, split them up, put them in different places. So if, you know, if you keep them in your fridge and your fridge dies, you don't lose everything. Um, mm-hmm. If you have friends you trust, you know, maybe pass them out there, bury them in the yard. Like I said, mm-hmm. with Tom, he does that. Um Maybe I can't do that here because my my yard freezes, but deep enough, maybe. But yeah, like if you have large collections and there's stuff you really want to make sure you keep, um, partition it out. Don't just keep it all in the one same spot. Don't put all your eggs in one basket, I think the saying goes. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, so w- when you're harvesting your seed, you know, um, like the buds are done, you're harvesting the plant, you trimmed it, or even if you are trimming it, but you, you leave it to dry. You leave the buds to dry before you take the seeds out of the buds, right? Does that make do. it easier? Right. And then when the seeds are out of the buds, how do you make sure that the seeds are properly dry? Well, I mean, I usually, I put them in a little Ziploc bag usually, but I'll leave the Ziploc bag open on my desk and kind of just expose them to the air for, I don't know couple elite well a few days it's really dry here but yeah like i think i saw chilbert mention like one or two weeks because you really want that the shells to like cure up and stuff and like that mold mold is a, is a big problem because there's a lot of moisture contained as soon as they pop out of the bud mm-hmm. it is a drier uh bud um and yeah i just i i hand harvest all mine too so it takes fucking forever but um you get like you can use the stuff for for hash and stuff or edibles i use all mine for edibles the resulting bud but yeah you want to let them dry out for like a week or two in like not a high humidity environment either it's like 30 percent here in saskatchewan so it it works pretty well for that yeah and then yeah just after that um then i can store them away yeah yeah and so because you got to make sure they're properly dry because like you say mold and fungi can develop in the back and kill the seeds right for sure Yeah. yeah 
So if you are harvesting seeds out of buds, everybody, make sure that you let them um, go a little bit longer. Let it dry for a little bit longer at room temperature. She always says another two weeks at room temperature should uh, do them well. Yeah. Which is a good plan. They're not going to germinate unless they're in water, you know, so just keep them at a stable temperature and, and decent humidity and they should do just fine. And then you store yours in jars and then in an ammo case, you say, TG? How, how's the actual way you're storing your, your big collections? Yeah, basically I have Ziploc bags right. full of seeds that I place into um, your kilner jars or your mason jars. Um there's a label on those jars as well that tells me usually, I don't know. I don't list everything because sometimes there's a fuckload of shit and like, you know, Romulan crush crossed with glueberry crossed with lid. It gets really long and I don't want to write a novel on a lid. So mm -hmm. sometimes I just kind of write something, the general gist of what's in there to remind me of like, okay, this is, this was this session of seed making, or this is a bunch of stuff that other people have given me, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and yeah, in the jar, you got to make sure it's a good jar that has that seal on the top, not just, uh, you know, some crappy, no rubber seal. So you want to keep the moisture out. I put a couple, uh, um, desiccant packs inside there and then, yeah, into the ammo case they go, uh, there's a couple jars in there. And again, there's more desiccant packs that are strewn around inside the ammo case. Um, I have random packs like from <clears throat> stuff that I get from like the vault or, you know, breeders or whatever that are in, in uh, the blister packs, I guess. I don't, unless I'm going to use it, I don't take them out of there because those are already, what do they call it, hermetically sealed or whatever, mm. supposedly to keep that shit out. But uh, so anything I, I get in its original packaging, I just leave in its original packaging and put in the ammo box. But my own seeds, yeah, they're kind of like in bags, in jars, in the ammo box. The ammo box, like I said, has a rubber gasket around the lid, and you could even lock them if you need to. So, yeah. Um, and then I keep them in my cellar, like downstairs in the under the stairs. It's not like super insulated, so it stays kind of like 12 to 15 degrees all year. And uh, they just chill there yeah. until I need them. Nice and easy, man. And that's the most important thing to take away from this episode with seed storage is uh, consistency, man. Just Temperature fluctuations are going to be the worst thing for them, from going hot to cold, hot to cold, hot to cold, because the shell on the seed is going to expand and shrink depending on the temperature. You know, when it gets hot, it expands. When it gets cold, it shrinks. And just keep doing that, and it's going to cause more and more damage. So if you can just keep it level, uh, a consistent temperature for the whole time, then the seeds are going to be much happier, and they'll last a lot longer. And that's even if you if you got a small collection or a large collection, it's the same principle. The temperature fluctuations will be problems to try and keep that stable as possible. High humidity, obviously, uh, moisture in the air that will also cause problems. So keeping the humidity down by using the what are you calling them? <laughs> Dissectants. What, what? Desiccant. Desiccant. Desiccants. Right. Okay. Yeah. Those things. Don't eat them. Right. Yeah, no, don't eat them. <laughs> yeah, don't eat them. All rice, you can use rice for that shit as well. Anything that's going to keep the moisture down in the air, you know, and keep it consistent. Again, consistency is the important thing. So make sure they're properly labeled. Make sure they're stored in a cool, dark place, but you're not going to go into all the time. And that's why we said the, uh, the fridge is not the best place for it because it can't be too cold in the fridge, maybe, 
You know, if you're keeping it near the frozen section of the fridge, sometimes the fridge has a frozen section. Unless you, you have a near there. really good fridge, man. Mm-hmm. I, and the humidity in the fridge is kind of fucky sometimes too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, sorry. And, you know, just, and just opening and closing the door as well, you know, that's going to be temperature fluctuations. And as we said, that's not going to be the right way to go. So just keep the seeds in a cool, dark place that you're not going to visit very often. We had a, an interesting question there as well from Graham or Graydom. Greedom, I hope I'm pronouncing that properly. You're probably not because, you know, I can never pronounce the words properly. But how do you stop adding to the collection and just plant what you have? Plant everything, bro. Plant everything. <laughs> when you find out, let us know, please. The best I place for a seed is in the ground. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Insane. You know, it's like seeds are fun to collect, too. And you can always give them to people when you when people are like, oh, it's so cool that you grow. And you'd be like, oh, check these out, you know. But I, I just like hoarding. I love like hoarding, but like I just love collecting stuff, you know. So seed yeah, collecting, but- you will never collect them all. So that's right. And w- when the shit hits the fan and it looks like it's going to be happening very, very soon and the world comes to an end, uh, weed will be a type of currency. So if you have them seeds, you, you're, you're on to a winner. Yeah. Even oh, even is. then, even then, I'll be pulling stuff out. And I'm like, oh no, I've got to save those. Ones. Oh yeah, this might save those. <laughs> save those ones for later, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's my that's my biggest problem. I'm like, oh, I got a few like man. They they just they've been sitting there for years. I'm like, oh, I'll get to them. I remember how like, that was. I can't. I've got others. I've got to do first. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why I got like all this Romulan stuff? I'm like, I've been holding on to it because I'm like, I gotta just wait for the perfect time. And I'm like, I really want some Romulan like all the time. Why the fuck am I not growing Romulan? <laughs> They're sitting there, getting worse as the years go by. So let's do it. Let's do it. Pop all your seeds, everybody. <laughs> Storing seeds. Pop yeah. them all. Yeah, the, the best place for the seed is in the ground, man. Fucking plant it. Do it. But uh, Chad said in the chat there, microwave. We say microwave here in the UK, bro. <laughs> just just the normal way as far as I know, right? We, we say microwave here. Oh, okay. <laughs> Get okay. it? Oh, a. oh a. yeah, yeah. A, a the Canadian oh, yeah. thing. Canadian. But, yeah, we, we speak proper English over here, Chad. Just remember that, bro. We it's, it's called England for a reason, bro. It's called English for it. This ass shit. We say it correctly. Aluminum. All right. <laughs> yeah, think about that before you said it, though. Think about that, bro. Yeah. I'm sure, right. That's right. That's right. It's our language. You know what I'm the microwave. And the microwave. <laughs> we we just call it a Mickey Wonder, man. It's like oh, just. Just go and bung that all that uh, leftovers in the Mickey Wonder. And we just say we're gonna go nuke it. That's yeah, a, nuke it, yeah. Yeah, we say that here too. Yeah. And so I heard a story about the the invention of the microwave. Apparently, it was the U.S. military. One of the generals was standing there. They they were experimenting with what you can do with microwaves. You know, the spectrum of light microwaves, not the machines microwaves, because they hadn't been invented. And for some reason, the chocolate bar in his pocket melted. And that's how they discovered that microwaves can cook things. It's like, how fucking scary is that? You know, how, how much have you been cooked by these microwaves as well as this thing in your pocket being fucking melted? Yeah. God damn. If that, yeah, if, if that damn. chocolate bar in your pocket melted, you're not having kids. Yeah, you know. <laughs> God damn. 
Yeah, maybe that's a true story. Maybe not. I don't know. It's just uh, something no, I, I heard at some point. I, I heard the chocolate bar story myself. All right. Oh, okay. Okay. The, it is the, the uh, origin story. Yes. Mm-hmm. God damn. The, the, that's them, why. Uh, them good the old American second, military. They're turning the frogs gay. One of the first <laughs> microwaves put out on the market was called a radar range. And that's why it was called a radar range because it was, you know, radar was being uh, discovered by radar technicians. Hmm. Random tension. You learn something new every week here on High on Homegrown. <laughs> the Amana radar range. So, yeah, I think that's just about everything when it comes to the story in the siege, right? I think uh, you, you should be pretty good with all of that information there, everybody. Just remember consistency. That's the important thing. Uh, consistency, low humidity, and you just put them somewhere dark and cool and don't touch them unless you have to. That's the best way. And, you know, just Buy more seeds, man. Always have a nice seed collection. They'll last for a long time. As long as you and know you can some. grow them all. Sorry, Marge. And then grow some every so often, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> grow as many as you can. That's right. That's what it's all about. That's why you buy them. You know, you don't buy them to look at the seeds. You buy them to look at the buds they produce. So make sure they are producing buds as much as possible. But uh, a quick question here from in the listener mail section here from uh, Dr. Greenthumb. This relates to the show. What's the longest you've kept seeds and they still viable? I mean, I'll, I'll pop seeds that I've had for like five or six years and they've been fine. They popped as if, you know, they were brand new, been no issues at all. I've popped 10-year-old bag seed before. Nice. Mm-hmm. And it went well? <coughs> yep, no problem. TG, you had some uh, some autos. Was it from the Uncle Kevin or something, which had been around for a long time? Yeah, those aren't very old, though. Right. Those are probably 2018. Right, so not massively old, yeah. Yeah, no. No, I don't have too many old strains. Um, most of the stuff people give me is stuff they've made recently, so I've never come into, uh, you know, an old treasured crest full of, like, 80 stuff or something like that. But, yeah, um, I, I have stuff from, like, 20, uh, maybe 2011, 2012, that I'm pretty confident would still pop. So, like, maybe 10, was that 10 or 12? 11 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that would be the correct maths on that one. Mm-hmm. See how I said maths there, everybody? See how I said maths? Uh, I heard that. And not math. You see that? I should try, actually, now that I'm thinking <laughs> yeah, about man. that. Yeah, man. This is what I'm just thinking. Anybody out there who has old beans, maybe you should pop them and let us know what the results Ooh, are. Dynamite, man. Fucking mm. good straight. What about you, Marge? What's the oldest bean you've popped? Mm, probably like, I don't really know, actually. Yeah, no, nothing, nothing crazy. Yeah, nothing, nothing crazy. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, a couple of years old or something like that, mm-hmm, two or three mm-hmm. years old. But yeah, nothing too crazy. Yeah, <laughs> so, so, you know, just let us know in the chat, anybody, if you have uh, beans that you've popped after a long while. Imagine having some of those old school strains, man, them like that fucking 1990s bubble gum from back in. Oh, mm-hmm. my God, man. Somebody Shit. just said in the chat they popped a 15 year old seed. Oh, cool. Yeah. Nice. Is that Duncan Tube? Yeah. Nice. Let us know how that goes, man. Yeah, I I think I mean seeds are kind of designed to sort of continue the the line of cannabis Mm -hmm. to keep going, so it makes sense that they might be viable Mm -hmm. for longer than we think. Yeah, man. Very cool. Yeah, seeds last for fucking ages. Uh, yeah, and one more question here from 
top loader, which is an interesting one. Is, is it necessary to pH RO water? So uh, RO water is reverse osmosis, goes for a filter, takes everything out of it, pretty much like mm-hmm. rainwater is, right, Monkey? Uh, actually, a little cleaner than rainwater. Yeah, generally. yeah. Uh-huh. But yeah, you're gonna, your EC is going to be extremely low on RO water. So, mm-hmm. yeah. But yeah, you still do have to pH it because the pH is essentially what pH the medium is. So like the mm-hmm. soil, the cocoa, things like that. So it still needs to be at the correct pH. Uh, so you still need to pH RO water to make sure it's at 5.8 or 6.5, which if you're growing in soil or, or hydroponics. So yes, make sure you still pH RO water. Yeah, and that, because it's RO water and has almost nothing in it, though, when you start adding drops to it, it's going to move very fast. Mm. So it does, it's not going to take much pH up or down to get it exactly where you want it. It's going to move very fast. Be mm-hmm. careful. But yes, always make sure the water's at the correct pH when you're feeding it to your plants. But that's all the questions we have as well. I don't think we have any more. And I think we covered everything there, which we need to say about storing seeds as well. Is there anything to add anywhere? Well, that was a question that came in during the week that we answered on the, on the forum. Somebody was asking, how big of a light do you need for a micro-grow? And since we talked about micro-grows last week, we might want to cover that now and put that information out there that you really just need the same intensity for a micro-grow as you need for a standard grow. So you just don't have to a light as big of a space, but you still need the intensity. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Is that everything? I think, we, I think we covered everything. Everybody happy? Yeah. I think so. I think so. Sweet. Let's go to the outro. Let's do it. And there we go, everybody. Just thank you very much for downloading and listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. And remember, there's loads more episodes for you to check out if you haven't done that already. This is episode 54 of Grow Guides. So there's 53 more episodes for you to go and check out. And that's for Cannabis News as well. We have 54 episodes of Cannabis News for you to check out. And, and hundreds of interviews. You can just head to our website, highonhomegrown.com, go to the interviews page, go to the Grow Guides page, and you'll see all of the interviews and Grow Guides just listed there on their own individual pages. So it's real easy to check out each individual type of episode that you might like. So go check them out. And as I said, before the Grow Guides started, come and join us on Discord. The link to the Discord is in the description of this download. So just head there, click on it, and you'll be able to head over there to our Discord server, and we'll see you there. So you can also sign up to persysgrowroom.com, which is a cannabis growers forum, and it is absolutely free to sign up. We have one of the best communities on the internet, and everybody who listens to this show is welcome to come and join us. It'll be a massive pleasure to have you over there. So if you're not there already, come and sign up and get involved in the competitions we have. It'll be good to see you. But anyway, thanks again for downloading and listening to the show. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and we'll catch you on Sunday for the live show if you're around. But other than that, we'll catch you on Monday for the Grow Guides. So have a good weekend. Stay high, stay safe. We'll see you then. Goodbye. Goodbye.